How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. If you came here, ladies and gentlemen, to learn a little bit about your marriage, well... It's about to be a hoedown. You're listening to the Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered, and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Duty. You remember that guy? It was the Christmas poo? Yeah. Howdy ho. Howdy ho. What was that song? On a towel? It was a Christmas shit or something. It was Hanky the Christmas poop. Something like that. Howdy ho. Uh, On a towel? Anyways. I, we that, have but I got a funny have, story. I got a funny story about that. Because Jeremy, Jeremy Osbuck, buddy of mine, him and I, when we were uh, just out of high school, I think. Yeah. We were both athletes growing up, so neither of us really drank or did any kind of like extracurricular activities outside of our sports. Okay. And uh, this one summer, I worked at a restaurant, and so all of the guys in the kitchen they all smoked dope and whatever. And I didn't really, I didn't really <laughs> smoke dope. Smoke dope. So they smoked the the reefer. Oh wow! And uh, so, cool. so, anyways, Jeremy and I, one of my buddies, is like, oh yeah, I'll roll you up a joint. You and your buddy can smoke it. So Jeremy and I, we. Uh, we did. We smoked this whole thing. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't really feel anything. He's like, all right. So we put it out because it wasn't really doing anything. But what I didn't realize at the time was at the very end, it all kind of like condenses to the end uh-huh. to like the, where the actual reefer is or whatever. I don't know. Uh, I don't even know. I, like, I still to this day as, an, as a grown up don't really know enough about this stuff. But anyways. Okay. Well, the fact that you called it dope is just <laughs> Anyways, it doesn't really matter what I called it. But it here's where the story goes. Here's where the story concludes. Uh, we're like watching TV, doesn't really matter. And then uh, all of a sudden we're like, hey, we should finish that joint. I think there was a little bit left. Oh, a roach. It's called a roach. What did you call it? I called it a reefer. Anyways, uh, so this it's little really roach. really long intro This story. little roach. This little teeny roach. Uh, we smoked this little teeny thing yeah. and got mangled. Really? I have never seen one human being drink more milk in my Ew. life than Jeremy drank that day. What a random thing. Well, here's what happened. My mom, I don't even know. Like, I had to have been like 20. Now that I think about this, I'm kind of embarrassed. <laughs> it was last year. <laughs> my mom bought me, uh, my mom bought me uh, strawberry. Chocolate. 
my strawberry thing, like like chocolate milk, the strawberry one where you like squeeze it in and I know, like convert the Nesquik one. Yeah, the Nesquik. Oh my god. Strawberry milk. Jeremy and I drank three bags of milk that oh night. Oh my god. Did you barf everywhere? N- surprisingly, no. Apparently when you're super high, milk doesn't affect you the same way. That is disgusting. Anyways, we watched that episode. Howdy ho where they go and he's like <laughs> he's like, Oh, I know the password. And then he starts doing the password as if it was a song. Anyways, I don't know. That came out of nowhere. What a story. We're going to do I Love You and You're Annoying, but let's just give like a quick um, like rundown of what we're going to talk about. Okay. Right? Well, yeah. I'm going to discover what we're going to talk about. No, we're, we're going to talk about traveling and okay. then maybe uh, education versus experience yeah. because we both have like both, I guess, but, opposite. But she, her. <laughs> Like I have experience have, and you have education. Yeah, we both have something to give to that conversation. Oh yeah, shall we go for that? And then we're going to talk about our cutie days with the kids. And then uh, you have a really, an actual good story. Because that first one, I feel like I want to cut, <laughs> cut it out. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, yeah, whatever, Joey. Uh, and then I'm going to talk about like a creepy experience at the gym. Okay. That's a, that's the podcast today? That's yeah. what we're talking about? Okay. We, we might even get to all that because you might have some other really, really you riveting seem stories. Like, you seem like oddly prepared for this podcast. Well, I am a professional. I'm here for it. Okay. So. As in like, I'll just like I, I join. Show up. I'll just I join show in. Up. The talent's I'm here. i show up and hoe up. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show up and hoe up on this podcast. If you came here, ladies and gentlemen, to learn a little bit about your marriage, well, you it's about, about to be a hoedown, you want to a showdown. Oh, what's that song? Bam. I got hoes in different area codes. That's a different uh, song. Different Anyways, area. Okay, what's your I love you? Uh, so I've recently discovered. By recently, I mean my whole life I've, that I've known you. I've, I have known you to be someone who is inconsiderate when it comes to turning lights off. Okay. Wherever you are, so is the light. Mm-hmm. Wherever you leave, the light stays on. And I am starting to discover that our daughter and our son are learning very terrible behaviors from you, their mother. Mm. I, every morning, you leave to take the kids to school. Yeah. I go upstairs and turn every single light off you can blame that on the kids because it's like they're the last ones to come down your closet i am your bathroom your bedroom yeah they're all because they follow me everywhere they're like little leeches it's not me so while they're following you you should turn the lights off i'm sorry i'm busy doing literally everything else is that it are you done (laughs) well after that comment i think i have another (laughs) you're annoying are you done yeah. Yeah, that would be annoying. I'll do my that best. It is annoying. I'll do my best to stop. If, you know what? If it wasn't for me, and I'm saying this, I'm being truthful when I say this. If it wasn't for uh, for me, mm-hmm. our electricity bill would easily be double. Right. Easily. If it wasn't for me, you would never, ever have any clean clothes. Oh, wait, you don't. You just buy new clothes. That's not true. <laughs> okay. Can I, I go have now? lots of options? A, I'm an adult and I can do my own laundry. And, and B, B, I just can buy, buy new clothes. clothes. You're super sustainable. Okay. I, I'm really sorry about Says that. Says the person who doesn't turn lights off. Yeah, that was... Way to go, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Backfire. Yeah. <laughs> Gretchen Wilson or whatever okay. her name is. Wiener? Yeah, that's it. Gretchen, Gretchen Wiener? Yeah. What does that have to do with anything? Who? Who's Gretchen Wiener? How her dad invented the Trillster's Journal. Oh, no. I'm talking about the girl from like Sweden who like is mad at... You stole my generation. Oh, I'm talking about like... 
That's so fetch. No, no. Okay, so I find that on the weekends, if I don't initiate or serve or cook the kids' meals, it's an afterthought for you. Like almost every weekend. If I'm not like, it's breakfast time or it's lunchtime or it's mm, dinner time. That's not true. Yes, it is. No, Ryan, I, I always make breakfast. I promise you. Yeah. If I'm like, have the kids eaten? And then you're like, oh, oh they said they weren't hungry. I'm like, well, it's 1130. And your answer should be, I don't give a fuck. Eat your muffin. Like, it's so true. And to the point where I have made mental notes every weekend to be like, okay, the, it, like, I'm not going crazy. It's not just like a one-off. It's all the time, every weekend. If I'm not like, okay, lunchtime dinner or or has Cooper eaten or like whatever, you don't, it's just like an afterthought for you. We've gone over this. If I'm not hungry, I don't think about food. I know, but that's, you have two children. <laughs> like you, they you have voices because we are on this Jenny Craig plan, you literally put your food in the microwave Get your water and you sit down. That is like the extent of your food meals. Yeah. And then I make the kids food, usually two separate dishes. Then I make my food. And by the time I get to sit down, they're done like screaming at me. And I'm like, this is so lovely. And then I was so irritated on the weekend because I was like so overstimulated. I needed like, like I needed to leave that space because everyone was all over me, all over me. And I just wanted like to eat my salad in peace. It's because... When I eat, I don't get to eat while everyone else is eating. I'm eating after because I just made everyone, like their food. Do you get how freaking frustrating that is? Yeah. Okay. So can you just mentally be aware of this on the weekends or anytime that we are together as a family that I don't always want to have to be the one to initiate food? Please. I'm going to make the kids responsible. No. Because they will be like, oh, I guess it's Pringles. Pringles again. Well, uh, you know, salt in the morning is not a bad idea. Anyway, okay. I will. That's yeah, my thing. That's it's annoying. really annoying. I can, I can see why that would be annoying. And, Super I, and annoying. I'll be, I'll be frank. I, I just don't think about it. I know. Mm. That's the problem. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> okay. That's the truth. Speaking of speaking of being a terrible parent. <laughs> tell the park. Story. Yeah, I'm gonna tell the park story because <laughs> it's a perfect segue. So. Last week, two uh, weeks ago, I take Cooper to the park because yeah. you've got Riley doing whatever it is that you're doing. And uh, Cooper and I are having a blast, right? So we go and, you hold know. On, the- hold on. I want to hear the rest of this, but do not let me forget to to tell you about the uh, woman at the dollar store today. Sure. I'm, I'm going to forget. Sure. Okay, go. I won't. Sorry. I think last week you talked about cutting me cutting you off all the time. No. I, I'm actually going to start taking notes about how often you cut me off. But anyways, here goes the story. There's a start, middle, and end to this story. And it is funny. Maybe not funny. Actually, it's not good it's at all. Quite but funny. Anyways. Have you ever had an embarrassing BO moment? I sure have. Like the time I thought the teenage boy beside me at the grocery store stunk only to get in my car and realize it was me. (laughs) Embarrassing. But we've got the solution. Lumi whole body deodorant. Say goodbye to BO worries forever. Unlike some other deodorants, Lumi is powered by mandelic acid, a game changer for 72 hour odor control 
everywhere. It was inspired by patients' concerns about private part odor. Six years on and with over 300,000 five-star reviews, Lumi keeps us confident from head to toe. Plus, it's seriously safe anywhere on your body. Pits, thigh folds, belly buttons. Don't forget under boobs and vulvas. Yes, this is true. Plus butt cracks and feet. Created by an OBGYN, Lumi is clinically proven to block odor for up to 72 hours. Baking soda free, paraben free, and with fresh scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, and toasted coconut. And for new customers, the Lumi Starter Pack has you covered with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. Don't miss out. As our special offer, you get $5 off Lumi Starter Packs with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's right, over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Control your body odor anywhere with Lumi. I love starting my day off with a breakfast that makes me feel good. This also involves waking up before my kids to have those quiet moments of peace before the chaos. Absolutely. And Magic Spoon is perfect for that. No artificial ingredients, natural flavors, and zero artificial coloring. Plus, it's great for various lifestyles, whether you're gluten-free, soy-free, or just want to add some more protein. And the variety pack is amazing with flavors like cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. So nostalgic. My favorite has to be frosted. It's like a guilt-free treat with zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four to five grams of net carbs per serving. Wholesome ingredients, no artificial flavors or dyes. It's a game changer. So if you're looking for a tasty breakfast, quick snack, or an easy meal, Magic Spoon's got you covered. Head to magicspoon.com slash TLC and don't forget to use the code TLC at checkout to save $5 off your order. And here's the best part. If you don't love it, Magic Spoon has a 100% happiness guarantee. They'll refund you your money, no questions asked. Try a delicious bowl of Magic Spoon cereal today at magicspoon.com slash TLC. Use code TLC to save $5. A big thanks to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. So I take Cooper to the, to the park. He's been asking me to go to this park since we took the kids to the park. And yeah. it's not close. It's quite far. And it was raining. It looked like it was going to rain. And I thought, Coop. School night. I said, Coop. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know if this is a good idea. Let's be honest. I think by the time we get there, it's 25 minutes from here. By the time we get there, it's probably going to be raining. So I had a backup plan that I was going to take him for ice cream. And I said, if, it, if we get there and it's raining, we got to go for ice cream. That has absolutely nothing to do with the story. And I don't know why I went there. Yeah. But anyways, so we get to this park. It is not raining yet, but it's going to start raining. So I say, let's tackle all of the things that you really want to do first mm-hmm. so that we can get it in and get out. Like be brief, be brilliant, be the fuck gone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that. Oh, that's how it goes so anyways b b b be brief brilliant and gone yeah. um so i take them in and you know when you were a kid there was that like thing that was a big circle and you could and the people would like run and push it and it would yeah, spin yeah. and spin and spin like the rope one where you would like, well, yeah, like but, it's a cone no it, it had these metal bars on it and you and someone would just collectively oh, yeah, 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 hit yeah, yeah. them yeah yeah right and then as you got older you realized you didn't have to run anymore you could just wait for right, them to right, come right. and you would slide them and throw them right yeah well I loved going fast. And as a kid, I loved going fast. And so 
there was always this one big kid that would make everything go way too fast. I was the big kid. So Cooper jumps onto this thing. Now, keep in mind, they make them a lot safer these days for kids than they did when we were children. They're not metal anymore. They're, they're rope. Right. And so you, you can go on the outside of the rope or you can go on the inside of the rope. The inside of the rope is where it's safe. Yeah. Everything's safe. You, you can't really go anywhere. So Cooper's in the inside of this rope. And I'm whipping this thing and he's laughing and I'm laughing. I'm thinking, man, I am such a good dad right now. And so, you know, he's like, stop, dad, stop. Because it was getting really fast. He's like, all right, you got to stop. You got to stop. So I stopped him. No problem. Everything was great. He laughed. I laughed. And then he's like, let's do it again. I'm like, all right. He's like, I'm going to lay down. I'm like, oh, this is going to be sweet. So he lays down. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. So he lays down in this thing. And I start whipping it. And I'm looking at him. And he's looking at me. Well, I'm looking at him, yeah. trying to look yeah. at me. And I'm going fast. And then all of a sudden, for some reason, I had it in me that I needed to make this thing go as fast as it could go. So I stopped looking at Cooper and I started focusing on ropes that were on the other side because I tracked them all the way till it got to me and my hands would go. I, t- I had this thing so timed, like I was a well-oiled machine just letting this thing go. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. This thing is fucking spinning. Next thing I know, I don't even know how it happened. You know that like safety mesh thing that yeah. he was in? It, it... It has a hole. It has holes in it. Cooper goes fucking flying out of this machine. He goes flying. And the only reason that I knew he was gone is because he hit me. He hit me. So his body. His body hit my leg so aggressively. And I like look to my left because keep in mind, I'm focused on the ropes, not on Cooper. I don't, I don't even know where Cooper is at this moment. And I turn to my left and as I turn to my left, I see him and I'm, I'm going to suggest that there was like, he was flying out of this thing, but I'm going to suggest that him hitting my leg took that momentum from being thrown outwards to being thrown and spun. I turned to my left and I'm, I kid you not, this kid is spinning in the air in an outward trajectory and we're in... Honestly, he's fine. He's fine. I don't know if he is. Yes, he's fine. I don't know if he is. So we're in this park and the park has all of these wood chips. When he hits these wood chips, I can't even tell you how many wood chips were dispersed across the park. Now I'm like, oh my God. I run over to Cooper. He's crying. Like Obviously, he's like, he's, he's like, terrified. He's te- he ha- I threw him like 15 feet. He Jesus. went like 15. I'm not even joking when what I say this. What did you think was going to happen? Momentum. I would have thought he would have just laughed and had a good no, time. No, like you didn't think that that was obviously I option. never for one moment in my life Classic thought dad. for a second that that was going to happen. Anyways, I gather him. I gather him. I'm holding him. I'm holding him. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I feel terrible. Consoling him. I look around and I kid you not, every single parent in that park was just like staring at me like I was the worst human being on the planet, except, except for the dads. The dads were like, yes. Oh my God. I, I, Cooper honestly was gone. Like had, had he not hit my leg, he may have been in another city. Yeah. We did play at the park for a little bit longer, and he kept complaining that he had like wood chips in his shoes. I'm like, son, you got wood chips everywhere. Every- <laughs> like, 
<laughs> shoes are the least of your worries. You're I'm pretty sure like... that I'm pretty sure your pupils are dilated. Oh, poor guy. Oh, terrible That's a good dad. story, though. I felt so bad. I like it. What are we talking about? Oh, well, what do you want to start with? Do you want to start with some educational stuff or do you want to start with some tea? Because I have What's some, tea? Like, spill the tea, sis. Like What's the spill gossip, the tea? Or not gossip, just shit that drives me fucking crazy. Oh, we can talk about that. That's good. I like that. Mm-hmm. I never heard of tea and I've never You've been never called heard sis. Of that? Like, spill the tea, sis. No one's ever called me sis. Okay, well, spill the tea is just a figure of speech that says, like, what's the dirt? Oh, yeah. Spill anyway, it. It's not really dirt. It's more just like, this is super frustrating. What really grinds your gears, Brittany? What really grinds my gears is when our kids' friends, parents, okay? Kids, friends, parents. Yep, I'm on you. Particular set of parents um, are okay with... I know where this is going. <laughs> okay. I'm a little nervous to talk about it on here because they might listen. But at the same time, if this is, it, it's pretty generic, but if you're getting offended by this, it's probably because it's about you. Yeah. We're going to talk about you right now. So, so, okay. These kids' parents, they are, the kids are, first of all, lovely, like lovely children. There's multiple examples of yes, this. Multiple, just, at least two. So we could be talking about multiple of yes. you. Well, so it's I'm, not just you that we're talking to. We're talking to the other person <laughs> too. I'm thinking of the two that you're thinking of. I know who you're yeah, talking I about. I know. Okay, so two families, I would say. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there are, and the kids are lovely, lovely kids. Like, they're so sweet. They're so kind. And we're happy to... Uh, I think their parents might be too. Watch them, I would say. Right? They play with our kids a lot. We're happy to watch them. Happily. But... Happily. What, what? I don't understand and what I don't respect is that the parents don't give me the time of day like won't say one fucking word to me like uh, I, I think i've probably us, said but mainly you mo- mostly me yeah i think that i w- could count on one hand how many words have been exchanged in the last three years like at first i was like trying to talk more then it just i kind of just gave up because i don't want to i don't i don't want to say like oh it's it's a two-way street right like i could make the effort i did make the effort for a long time and you do you make the effort with people until you realize that you're like why am I making this effort? You know well, what I mean? Well, I think the ultimate olive branch in any relationship is children. with adults is children. Yeah. If my child plays with your child, there is an olive branch for us to communicate mm-hmm. like normal human beings. Okay, but also let me be very clear. Yes, I don't clap, mean like sis. I don't you didn't do it right. Oh, clap. Uh I don't I don't need to be closer best, to the mic. I don't need to be best friends with these parents oh, yeah. like no. totally do not need to be best friends but we need you can to only have a really have so many friends we need to have a relationship that includes hey hello or how were the kids today were they okay thanks for watching them like those small gestures need to happen if i am watching your kids multiple times a week like and they don't happen at all like zip zero I'm yeah. like, the fuck? Like, I think my biggest problem with this is when you see me out in public yeah. and you know the day before for the better part of four hours, your kid was at my house yeah. and, and I was the adult responsible enough to watch them and make sure they're still alive. Mm-hmm. When you see me in the street the next day, yes, don't ignore me. Yeah. And like, again, you don't have to be like one of those people that divulges when somebody asks, how are you? You can just be like, good, you like, you don't have to be like, well, you know, today's been a rough. I don't, we don't give a shit. Just small talk, small talk. Good. 
thanks you yeah like, <laughs> like my my thing is is like you trust me enough with right. your child but you don't trust me or respect but, me enough to say hello yeah it's like mm-hmm. you know what and the problem is my my like inherently I want to say well then don't send your kid over to my house I know and it sucks because I but love, I like I their love kids. the kids the kids are lovely so we're not gonna take it out on the kids I think that happened like remember when that one kid came over and was like can I play here and I was like who are your parents did we talk about that story we've on never here? talked about that by the way I wasn't here for this story I was here but I was inside I will, entertaining I, this I is kind of like did, an extension I wasn't there. of this can I tell it I well, it's your I'm show going to. <laughs> stop it. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. So we had friends over. Can I tell it? We had friends over probably well, last last month, and all of the kids were in the backyard, and the parents were also in the backyard. We were hanging out, chilling out, and there was a chat. There was a knock at our back gate, and so I got up Come and on, knock on your door. I opened the door, and I didn't recognize this child. He was probably like nine, I would say. Yeah, nine. Wasn't there? And oh yeah, I'm looking at you like for. <laughs> I can't add to this story. <laughs> he was about nine years old, and I said hi, and he's like, "Hey, can I play?" And I'm like. Uh, who are you? (laughs) And so he tells me his name. Straight up, And so then just like continues to walk into the backyard and like play with the kids. So I looked at my friend Cindy. I was like, do you know this child? And he was like, she was like, uh, like ish, like my child plays with um, him sometimes in the neighborhood. I'm like, okay, well, where does his parents live? Like, where do they live? Like, I don't feel comfortable with this random Casper child that I don't, he's a ghost. Like, I don't, I don't recognize him. Okay. In my backyard say, when he, I don't know his it, parents. Does he die of pneumonia or, in this no, story? Or if his parents don't know that he's here. So she's like, oh, they live over there. It tells me the house. I'm like, I'm like, F this. Like I'm going over and I'm just going to politely but sternly say like X, Y, and Z. So I stomp over and I knock on the door and I was like, hi. And she was like, hi. I'm like, is your son saying his name? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, he's in my backyard. And she, and uh, I just wanted to let you know, just so that he like you know that he's safe. She's like, okay, thanks. I'm like, also, we're the house right there. Like I've never seen this woman in my life. She doesn't know where I live. And she's like, hey, thanks so much. And, and then like closes the door and leaves. And I'm like, oh, oh my god. Like I remember coming back and being like so just concerned. I would never. And this is just a difference of parenting. I would never in the history of ever. First of all, let Riley leave and me not know where she is and then be in somebody's house or backyard that I've never met before and then be like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. And like, who knows who's back there? Not to mention, we look like Paul Bernardo and freaking <sighs> no, Carla that's Homoka. That's so messed up. But like, it's just... Who knows who we are? That's what I mean, though. Like, They I don't was, know who we are. I was so taken aback with like the casualness of that like situation that I was just like, it's... I think today too, like there are so much more, there's so much more media coverage of these like dark twisted cases where like they happen in, in neighborhoods like ours. Like I you don't really know your neighbors. There. I think this, cause this is where, you know, when I talk to my parents, I talk to your parents, the whole generational gap and all mm-hmm. that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. This is, 
I don't think the things that we worry about didn't happen back then. I just don't think they were talked about or highlighted. I, mean. I didn't say that. I said that we're in a world where it's so prevalent on all of the platforms that we are now very aware of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's always been there, but now everyone is aware. Yeah. I just think you have to have a heightened level of awareness of where your children yes. are. And if your children are at someone's house and you don't know who that somebody is, it is your responsibility to get to know who that person is. I don't want my daughter hanging out or my son hanging out at someone's house that I don't know. I just don't. And it's not that I don't trust them. It's just because I don't know who they are. Mm. And I think you did the right thing by trying to introduce yourself. I think what really shook you that day was that she didn't care. Yeah, that's that is it. I was like, more than anything, um, now I have this like concern for this child because there is there is that lack of or maybe just the ignorance in that situation like on her part right like yeah i don't think we're worried about the well-being of the child but we didn't know who he was and he was well i was well twofold i'm worried because he's in he's on my property now if he gets hurt i am responsible because he's on our property and then second like knowing that she was like, whatever I, I, I can now my brain is spinning. Now I'm like, oh my gosh, like I wonder where else he goes. And like, we've talked about this before. There's another family that we know that their kids are out all the time and they're young kids. And I mean like five years old wandering around at like 9 PM, no parents. I in think sight. the problem, I think the problem is, and this is a good thing and a bad thing. We live in a very welcoming community. Yeah. The families all know each other. The kids all play together. They know each other in the schoolyard because they all go to the school together. It is a very welcoming neighborhood, very trusting neighborhood. And I think some parents, and I'm burnt out sometimes. I wouldn't mind if my kids just ran to someone else's house. Like literally, I would never allow But I don't do it. Yeah. But I don't do it. I want to a lot, but I don't do it. And I think even though we live in this trusting neighborhood, here's here's all I would ever request of a parent. If I want my daughter or son to go outside and play, and I know there's a bunch of kids that are out there, it's my job, it's my responsibility to go out to the closest adult that's there yeah, and yeah. say, hey, are you cool? Are you cool if my kid plays out here and are you watching right. them? Absolutely. It's like a baton pass Mm -hmm. of responsibility of the child. And if they say, yeah, I'm going to be on here for the rest of the day. No problem. There are many a times I find myself at the front of the house with the collective neighborhood group of girls Mm -hmm. dancing and doing whatever it is that they do as I sit there like the creepy weirdo making sure that nothing happens. Yeah, no, I get it. And I appreciate that. And that's cool. I also think. As if a parent comes to me and says, hey, Rye, you cool? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. No problem. You can leave. You can do whatever you want. I think I also need to say, like, you never know what's going on between, like, behind someone else's doors. Like, perhaps she was having a meltdown. Like, she, this mother was holding a small baby. So maybe she was, like, literally having the worst day ever. And so I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. I understand that. And, like, you just never know what the home life is like for a child. So we are very much on the same page. Like, the children will congregate to our house. And we're very welcoming. We have, like, I honestly, the kids just really like the turf. They just like roll around. The turf is great. (laughs) We look at our, uh, our cameras at the front and there's just like all these neighborhood children just rolling around on our front lawn. It's without our kids. Yeah. They're just like there, but it's the best. I love it. And like, they feel safe. And like, that is truly the most important part because I'm, I'm always going to be welcoming of someone else's child because I don't know what's going on in their home, but I just want to make sure that there is that communication there. And I just found it very odd that there wasn't even like a inquiry or, Oh my, my goodness, 
thank you so much for letting me know that he was there. I wasn't aware. Um, like, is that okay with you? You can send him home. Like, it was just like, okay, thanks. I'm like, what? Yeah. See, cause in my head, in my head, how it would have played out is she would have, she would have said to you, oh my goodness, thank you so much for watching him. Is it okay if he hangs out at right. your house? But, that's what but, I said. but, but I will say this. Keep in mind that when you knocked on someone's door, she A, wasn't expecting to see you and B, wasn't expecting that your her son was probably in the backyard. There may be a degree of embarrassment sure. there yep. and she was in survival mode. And sometimes when you're in survival mode, what comes out of your mouth is nothing. Yeah, totally. You're totally right. That's an absolutely valid opinion. Um, but I think like if that was the case, then like maybe gather yourself and then come over which goes back to the, which goes back to the next thing when you see him at school the next yes. day that's where you're like hey thank you for watching right. my kid the other day i appreciate you as opposed to putting your head so, down and pretending like i don't exist yeah, that so i don't weird. so we can go full circle yeah on that. I, and you know like i know people are going to be like well maybe people are very shy or they're introverted totally i i accept that you can be an introverted person and you can still make you can even just do the little the wave like one of these like you know what I mean? Like you can be shy, you can we be all introverted, know what the wave is. but you can be also respectful. You can be personable. Like you can be res- like, it really comes down to respect for me. And I just feel like super disrespected when there isn't even an acknowledgement yeah. out in public. And we don't want to penalize the kids. No. So, wow. We've really talked like, about nothing. I know. You went through an entire list of things we we're going to talk about today okay, and not so hold one on, thing on. that we talked about. So let me tell, let me tell my one last story and then we'll save all of our other juicy stuff for another podcast. You got another got story? A, I do. It happened today. Oh. So Riley and I were at the dollar store. I had to get some stuff for work and, uh, we're leaving and the dollar store. So Dollarama specifically has these carts and they have that long, um, like antenna bar that like prevents you from like leaving the, uh, building. Have you seen, like, do you know what I'm talking about? You mean the cart? They don't want you to steal the carts. Right. So yeah, I know exactly. Right. So they have these long antennas. You you can't. That's what those are for. Well, yeah. And they go off. Like you can, I think there's like a, a metal signal, but yeah, it's to prevent you from like leaving. And there's a signal. Huh. So that you can't like take them outside. I didn't even know that was for. Yeah. So I thought uh, it was just a decorative piece for the children. What? Yeah, I did. I thought it's... it was like a flag. <laughs> There's no flag on like the at the top. end, of, like the back of a go kart. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this dollar store is real fancy. With yeah, their, their, their attention. We care to about detail. your children. <laughs> their attention to detail is amazing. The whole time, I didn't know it was uh, an anti theft. Yeah, thing. I'm like, I'm, I'm almost positive. Now you're making me question it, but like, I, it's dead ass not for a flag. <laughs> I know that much. So this this woman is is. Uh, Can you take the carts out? No. Then it's an anti-theft thing. Yeah. For sure. So this, this lady has, uh, her child in the front of the cart and she has, um, a single bag with, uh, like craft supplies in it. And it like, she was literally in front of us in the line. So I know exactly what she bought. There was like foam things, some paper, very light. Is it not weird? It's very important. Is it not weird? Is it not weird when you're standing in line up waiting for your turn to cash out? Wondering what they're going to do. How much you pay attention to the people around you? Yeah. No, I think it's awesome. It's just observant. Like I always, I'm like, I'm so weird at like winners or or whatever. I'm so weird. I'm like, hmm, who wonder what they bought? What they're like, oh, <laughs> I like that picture. You're like, like buying them. Like, where are you gonna? Are they gonna hang that in your bathroom? Is that uh, going above your couch? Like, yeah, like I really like. Oh my god, I have two stories. I'm really, I'm Sorry. really into what people buy. It's okay, so this weird. is a quick one. So anyway, she's she's about to leave the store and she has her child in the uh, cart and she has her Dollarama bag in her ba- in her hand and she's about to leave. 
leave. And she's like, in, first of all, she's pissed off because the uh, automatic door isn't working. Okay. That's because she's trying to steal the cart. It needs to be mentioned that she um, like isn't in a wheelchair. She doesn't have a disability. Uh, oh, sorry, a physical disability that I can see. Um, so no ailment. Yeah. So like Is that she a, can ailment. Ailment. An ailment. Yeah, an ailment. What's an ailment? Anyways, she can't. She's like pissed off that she can't uh, use the automatic door. So she's like, "Is this thing broken?" Like yelling at the. Uh, poor teen employee that is behind the cash. He's like, yeah, it's just not working right now, ma'am. And she's like, well, that's a real help. And so then she like takes, she's, she's making literally such a scene about this. So she, tr- she tries to take a, um, her arm around her child to get him out of the um, car seat, refuses to put down her bag that weighs three feathers weight. Like it is, she's like struggling. She's like, this is, I, I'm struggling here. I can't get out. She's like, I like, I'm trying to get my card out. How am I supposed to get this out? And He's she like, rolls oh, ma'am. around on the ground. I'm no, no, man. She was like, can I not take this card out? <laughs> and he was like, no, you can't. She was like, well, like, how am I supposed to get to my car with all this stuff? Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, single bag and a kid. She was like, I like, I, this is impossible. How am I supposed to walk to my car with my bag and my kid? And this kid is like truly sweating. Like he knows that this woman just like wants a confrontation. How old was this kid? Why was she? Probably like eight, 17. And maybe. The kid was old. old no, not- I'm like, the kid's 17 in a, and sitting in a car seat? No. Mom, I'm embarrassed. No, it's not, it's not a car seat. Cart. In the cart. Yeah. I'm picturing a 17 no. year old sitting there being no. like, mom, open the goddamn door. And get me out of this thing. I'm so sorry. My mom is so embarrassing. You're talking about the kid who's yes. a cash register. Yes. That changes the whole story. So she's story. freaking out. And so <laughs> then she tries to take this cart outside. And like oh, out of the first, because there's two automatic doors. And she's and he's like, ma'am, you can't take those out. Because the thing is just like, boof, boof, like keeps hitting the top of the part. And so she's like, well, I can't walk to my car with my stuff, all my stuff and my child. And this poor teenager was just like trying to diffuse the situation. And I was like, I- I'm like sweating now and I feel obligated to help. So I'm like, like, why don't you just, I'll take your bag. You can put it, like, you can take your kid out or put your bag down. She was having literally none of, like, wasn't hearing anybody. There were multiple people that were trying to help her. And honest to God, she probably just had a really bad day. But the amount of anger, and and I can't tell you how many times I laughed because she said all my stuff, like, five times. And I wanted to be like, what stuff? Like, you have one bag and one child. And a 17-year-old. And a 17-year-old. Have anyway, him pick up the bag. I just was like, it sucks too, because I hate how people treat other employees. Like, it drives me fucking crazy when people are so disrespectful to anybody in the service industry. Like, no matter if you're serving, if you are working retail, like, it's just, they get the brunt of people's bad days, and it just sucks so much. So I felt really bad for this guy. Um, and then my second thing, this is the very last thing. When Cooper and I left today, we had to cross the street in Paris. We were walking and there was this elderly man who was cleaning the store window beside us. And he was so sweet. He was like a thousand years old, cleaning, cleaning, cleaning. Probably not. And we're about to go. So we're waiting at the edge of the street all of a sudden. Mom, the, where is this going? When I tell you, <laughs> look I, at your eyes. Like you're, it's you're like Ryan, literally back it there. It scared the <laughs> shit out of me. So, so I Cooper, I'm holding on to Cooper onto his hand, and all of a sudden, I see this like 
like take my strong hand, reach over Cooper. I don't know what the fuck he was trying to do. He was like literally reaching down his chest. Ooh, who? This old man who was literally right beside us two seconds ago cleaning. Wow, this. cleaning a window? He put his cleaning supplies down. Huh. Then came over with his strong hand, reached down. I look up and like, I, you guys have to, I hope we post this clip. Cause he was literally like, <laughs> like coming down. And I'm like, I'm like, what, the fuck what was he that? doing? He was trying. Did he, was he giving him something? <laughs> I think he was trying to like, like pretend that he was taking Cooper's school bus. Uh-huh. Cooper was like, <laughs> This is like, what are you doing? And I was like, no, 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 sir. Because he like, he was grabbing his hand and his, his fucking face was so creepy. And I felt equally bad because I think that he was like, just trying to be cute. And he saw this like small child. I'm going to take you. I was like, it was so scary. And it was so like in my, in our bubble of like personal space. Cooper was literally like, oh my God, it was so fucking creepy. And it was like beyond like this. You don't, first of all, you don't touch my child. Like we're in the middle of a pandemic. touch him or you don't touch him i'm gonna go with my gut it was really weird i really look forward to the age well you know what there's like this weird thing that happens with men we go from cool yeah to not cool to really creepy yeah and i don't know where it happens i don't know when it happens i've come to realize you know like dad jokes yes well i'll tell you something if i ran a dad joke back in my mid-20s it'd be like cool it'd be cool yeah I run a dad joke now and like seven year old, eight year old, nine year old girls are looking at me like, what the fuck? Because you're talking about Riley's friend. Yeah. She's like, what? Riley's friend was over. I'm like, we're friends. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We partied together. And she's like, no, he didn't. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he didn't. Like, no, but you can imagine what it'd be like if we did. (laughs) Me and Sarah were best friends. And like, I think Sarah's like maybe said three words to you in like the play date. She was awkward. I wanted her, I wanted her to feel more comfortable in my house. So I said, yeah, we're best friends. She's not allowed over now. Add her to the list. Anyways, I don't know what happened. Maybe it's a receding hairline, but at some point in time, you don't become cool anymore. But here's what ends up happening. As you age into like old, older man, you become creepy. Yeah. You came like, boys. Boy. Yeah, you become really creepy. <gasps> and your actions are the same actions. They're just not the actions of a 20-year-old. They're now the actions of a 70-year-old yeah. man. And unless you're someone's grandfather, you're not allowed to do those things. I'm also going to end on this. How oh, inappropriate. Can I, can, I, can I say this before? Yeah. But one thing I do look forward to being as a, like a, like and the men listening to this, they'll mm-hmm. understand. When you're taking a piss at a urinal, everyone... I don't care, guys, girls, you're you're going to probably deny this, but we know everyone sometimes, not everyone, yeah, everyone sometimes farts to start. When you go to go pee, before you can release the Kraken, you let off a little toot. Well, you know, let, it, let it off, just a little bit of pressure release, just a little bit of pressure release, and the, and the piss comes out, right? Well, when you're sitting at a urinal, the worst part about being a guy is standing at a urinal because when you fart to start, everyone's there and everyone's like, dude, you just farted. But we all know we do it. Everyone does it. You know who doesn't give a fuck? Old men. That's true. Old men will sit there and they'll like. And then they'll just. They'll probably pretend that they don't hear. They'll either don't. They either don't care or they'll be like. And, and, I'm, and I'm like, man, I want to be that guy. I, I look forward to being old for only one reason. 
to take a fart in a urinal beside a guy who's afraid to fart in a urinal and be like, I don't give a shit. You're on your tombstone. It's going to be like, live to not give a fuck for farting to start it. I'll be worded differently than that, but yeah. Okay. Uh, that wasn't worded well. That's a long thing to put on a tombstone. Live long enough to not give a shit about his farting. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> Lovely father. <laughs> Supportive husband. Live long enough to not give a shit when he farted in a urinal. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. we're we're out. This, oh. has been, <laughs> this has been a lot. And we're at forty one minutes. Okay. Beep, beep, boop, boop. Bye. Shh,